0: I'm matchmaker Maria, the founder of Agave Match. For over a decade, I've combined four generations of family matchmaking tradition with modern relationship psychology, behavioral science, and dating trends. With this unique expertise, I answer your dating and relationship questions and interview experts to give you the tools to find or keep the love of your life. This is Ask a Matchmaker. Welcome to the Ask a Matchmaker podcast. It's Matchmaker Maria. And look, we are recording in a studio. So of course, my first guest is my work husband and amazing matchmaker, Louis Felix. Louis, say hi.
1: Hi, Maria. (laughs) I'm so excited you have
0: a studio. This is crazy. I have a sign. Look at the sign. Look how pretty it is. They, you know, I checked, I've checked like 10 times in the last hour that my name is not misspelled.
1: Like it was yesterday.
0: Like it was yesterday. We were recording uh, on a TV thing and uh, I I caught it before we went live. I was like, can you make sure my last name is correct? And they did. And thank God because an eye was missing. Just so many eyes. Yeah.
1: It's because our names were on the door of a green room for the first time. I've never been in a green
0: room. Yeah. And anytime I've been in a green room, my my name was never on the door. Yeah. Um, So Yeah. yeah, it was really good though. That was a lot of fun. It was fun. Um, okay. So, you know, we're going to, today is a hotline episode, which means we're going to take some questions from our amazing listeners. Okay. Uh, And shout out to all of my listeners. If you want to ask a question in an upcoming episode, just follow the link in the show notes and you'll be redirected to a place where you can record your question. All right. Before we do that though, let's talk about what's happening in the world
1: in the world yes okay so
0: in the last two weeks well when i say in the world i mean like on TikTok.
1: oh okay yeah sure you have to prepare me for this stuff.
0: (laughs) so have you heard well i did prepare for this so because we worked on this as homework but we have not shared our lists yet but oh this is the list you told you asked mm. me to prepare so remember i told you that people women are asking their boyfriends and their husbands how often do you think of the roman empire
1: right i saw that on the news also yes i think
0: the new york times even wrote about it yeah And apparently, a lot of men think about the Roman Empire like a lot, like every day. Mm -hmm. And I did ask my husband, and my sister asked her husband, and both of our husbands are Greek. So we asked them, like, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? And both of our husbands said, maybe twice a year. Right. And I have concluded that the reason why those two Greek men don't think about the Roman Empire as much as non-Greeks, I suppose, because they probably think about ancient Greece every day. For the same reasons. I don't know. Do you just think they assumption. do? Really? I mean, like I listened to this one guy say on TikTok, like why he thinks about the Roman Empire every day. And he goes, so you mean to tell me that when you go to a bank and you see columns, you don't think about the Roman Empire? And I'm like, I've never thought about the Roman Empire when I look at like a government building. Mm-mm. But I do think about like, oh, look at these beautiful Corinthian columns. I think I'm about Greek. something
1: totally different when I see a column.
0: What do you think about?
1: I mean, the obvious thing, right? Right. I don't know, you know, a big long, you know, (laughs) column.
0: Okay, so uh, I asked Louis, (laughs) I I love that by the way. I asked Louis to uh, think about what he thinks. I think your phone's right there.
1: Is it? Okay, here it is.
0: So I asked Louis to come up with a list of what he thinks on a daily or weekly basis. I also made up a list, and now we're going to share it with each other.
1: Okay, but m- mind you, like I didn't—I don't know about this trend. I have no idea what. Oh you're yeah, I know. About. I told
0: you to do this before I told you anything about the Roman Empire.
1: Yeah, but I don't even know what this is, and so I couldn't include anything that had to do with like my home life. That's my right. Work I said life.
0: what you cannot include anything about work, home, or your kids.
1: I don't know how comfortable I feel about like disclosing this list publicly. This is kind of intimate.
0: You want me to go first?
1: Yeah you, okay. Okay, yeah, you go first.
0: All right. I came up with 10 things. Or we can take oh, turns. No. I came up with 11 things.
1: I came wow. up with a lot more than that. I don't know wh- what I was thinking, but go ahead.
0: All right. So the first one I think about, Thai iced tea with boba. Thai iced tea? I think about this every hour of every single day because it's a true addiction, okay? And I've allowed myself, like, going to Greece this year for two months was amazing because it was like, I'm away from my addiction,
1: Wait, do you drink this every day or you just think about it every day?
0: I think about it every day.
1: Boba. Yeah. That's an East. You have Boba on the East Coast? I thought that was like a West Coast thing.
0: Okay. New Jersey has a lot of things. Okay. We also have Boba.
1: I don't think it tastes the same.
0: It doesn't matter. I think about all the time. I'm addicted. And when I went to Greece for two months, I felt like, finally, they don't sell this here. I'm released from this, and it's great. And then yesterday we go out, you and I, and you're like, oh, let's get boba tea. And I'm like, all right. Do you notice I only drank half of it, too? I was like, just be calm.
1: But you didn't even get, like, the real boba thing. You got the coconut thing or coconut I know, because they didn't have
0: Thai iced tea. They had, like... I had Thai iced tea. It said milk tea. That's Thai iced tea? That's Thai iced tea. If it doesn't say Thai...
1: Okay, Thai iced tea is very specific. But when you think about boba, it's usually like a milk tea boba, right? I mean, everybody who's watching or listening to this will agree with me that... Milk tea. You'll see it in the comments. We're
0: spending too much time talking about this. Okay, go to yours. Let's give me one.
1: Well, now I don't want to talk about mine because they're like so much more serious than yours. The first thing I have on my list is I think about death and what happens to you after you die. Like I don't know, maybe it's because I turned fifty one this year, so that my first thought is like, oh my god, you're allowing intrusive
0: thoughts to seep in. Relatable. It's totally fine. But but.
1: You think about Boba and I think about death. <laughs> like, what does that say?
0: I didn't about? say that my list is like in order. Okay, my okay. second thing on my list, the show Nip Tuck. Do you remember the show Nip Tuck? Oh Nip-tuck? my God, that's so, your stuff is think, so random. I think about this once a week. If people who liked Nip Tuck, I refuse to believe, don't think about that show at least once a week.
1: I watched it and you I liked it. You think about but it once a week? No, I haven't thought about Nip Tuck in 10 years.
0: But you thought about it for 10 years after it
1: was done. No, I'm thinking about it now because you brought it up.
0: You will think about it more. Okay, what's your next one?
1: Well, mine, okay. Is it I'll, is I'll give another you a,
0: intrusive thought? It is.
1: So is. I'm not going to give you a stupid one. Okay, so I, I I think about like, I wish I could eat McDonald's or fast food every day. Like I think about that all the time.
0: What's your order at because McDonald's? Because my
1: metabolism is slowed down, so I can't eat this stuff anymore. But mm-hmm. if I could eat McDonald's every day, I would.
0: What would you like at McDonald's? Oh, my
1: God. Of course, a Big Mac and a quarter pounder with cheese. Like... I would eat both in one sitting if I could.
0: Uh, I don't like I don't like Big Macs. Okay. I'm a Whopper girl. Whopper. Mm.
1: That's not good.
0: If someone put this on an online dating profile, would you swipe on them?
1: If they like a Whopper, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know that that would that would prohibit me from. Do you know how many people someone?
0: would? Uh, anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Obviously, this is like the most obvious one for me. Okay. I think about Eurovision every single day. And this is like similar to people who like I think memorize like soccer stats or football stats or baseball stats. I think about Eurovision every day.
1: But that makes sense because I know you. Yeah. Boba, no sense.
0: Okay, give me another one.
1: Zero. Well, okay, I'm going to give you a random one, too. I think about Britney Spears like every day. Just because she's on my feed for some reason. And then people talking about her are on my feed every day for some reason. And there's so many conspiracy theories surrounding Britney Spears. I don't know if you know this. Do
0: you think she gave birth to Paris Hilton's baby?
1: I've never heard that one, but I love it. That was the most recent conspiracy theory I think that's an awesome one, yeah. I believe it.
0: Um, Okay. Uh, I think about living on a cruise ship for three months a year. And my husband also thinks every about day you this think about this every week. And my husband also thinks about this every week. Oh, this is how that. I know I married well, because him and I have the same retirement plan.
1: I'm looking at what else I put on here. OK, I'm going to I'm going to pass through all the boring stuff that I think about all day. Um, of course, I'm sure this is we're going to have a mutual thought every single day. OK, because th- what I'm about to say, you're going to probably say you think about this every day also. Tell me. How is Trump able to run for president again? How is that even possible? Like, I seriously think about this every single day.
0: Are you talking about my daily disgust every day? Okay. Um, I don't know.
1: I I wonder how many people listening to this right now or watching this have this same thought. Like, How How is is it even possible?
0: I don't even care that he's running. I think what I think about every day is like, I have a neighbor, not in my street, but like two streets away who has a Trump flag outside still like right now and also like he's insanely popular mm. among people who vote that ticket i don't know right. if they'll vote for him in the general election but he's insanely popular in like this one subset of people right. and i'm like really like after everything after all these people that are going to jail after january 6th you're that's still your guy right holy smokes well
1: if you went to jail for someone wouldn't he still be your guy no. i mean i guess that makes sense
0: I guess like what it's funny because uh, we meet we meet people that are conservative at work. I I hate to call them Republicans because I don't know how much of Trump's policies are Republican, but um, we do meet people that are conservative at work all the time. And some of them are our clients. And my favorite question to ask all these years is like, okay, you are conservative. Can you please elaborate what makes you conservative? And it's never about, like economic policy, which I think is like, oh, well, that makes sense, right. right? It's always something about, like, well, I believe in traditional marriage. And I'm like, oh, well, okay. Like, is someone preventing you from marrying who you want to marry? Like, yeah. yeah. Like, what? I don't, it's like, we try to have a conversation. It's fine. It's like, but it's like, it's not fine. I'm like, ah, okay. I have to find someone who thinks like you. And that's the only reason I ask, like, mm. what is your definition of conservatism? Because I've met people that I have to match that might think like you. That's my job. Right. But also, there's going to be people that vote conservative that only vote conservative because they like less taxes. Right. They're not going to agree with anything you just said. Right. And I can't match you with them now. It doesn't right. matter that you vote the same. You don't.
1: So all yeah. this is getting way too deep. But too was deep. it on your list also?
0: No. Oh, but Mark be. Ruffalo is on my list. Mark Ruffalo? He's not you even have a random on list. my cheat sheet. I just think about how like, I just think about him. I just think about him. this
1: is what is in the head of matchmaker Maria. Yeah. Mark Ruffalo. I
0: just like, oh, I wonder how you did today.
1: And what was the other thing? I don't remember.
0: The show nip-tuck.
1: Yeah, the show nip-tuck. Wow.
0: (laughs) Okay, I've got another one for you. The parents in Easy A, which is Stanley Tucci. Okay. But, like, that's goals for Okay, it started to
1: make sense. At first, it was another random... I oh know.
0: i think about the but movie anything easy, stanley
1: tucci with you
0: anything sense. with stanley tucci sure, but like specifically his character him and his wife those characters in easy A, that is the relationship that i aspire not only for me and my husband to have together but for me and my husband to have with our children like we're not your friends we're your parents but also feel free to come with us, to us with any problem you might have but look at how, how much shit
1: those kids get into I mean, look at like right. Look at all the shit she gets into on that in that movie, because the parents are just like, "Oh yeah, smoke pot, yeah, easy going." Like, who cares? Oh, have fun. How's your day? Like,
0: you know, you're told more for me.
1: There really wasn't a parenting aspect to it. It was just like the cool. I just like that the kitchen cool scene.
0: I just love that kitchen scene when they're like talking to her. I think about that a lot.
1: And what happens in that kitchen scene? Why was that so? What was what was going on there? She got in trouble for something. What did she get in trouble for? Don't
0: ruin this for me, okay?
1: And they were just like, "Well, you're your own girl. You make your own decisions. You go. <laughs>
0: Give me another one of yours."
1: Hmm. Uh, when is this writer strike going to end?
0: You think about that every I day. I do. I think
1: about it every single day.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's a good one.
1: Yeah, because I like I like TV. I mean, I like to watch cool stuff, and I feel like I have anxiety because I feel like nothing's being written right now. Mm. Or maybe there's a lot of stuff being written. It's just not being produced.
0: Mm. Yeah. That's a valid one. Yeah. That's a really good one. I mean, it's like my whole livelihood. Uh, How many
1: times a day do you see a post from somebody asking, like, what should I watch next? Eventually, we're going to run out of what to watch next. I feel like it's COVID again. Like, they didn't work during COVID and they're not working now.
0: All right. I have a last one. Actually, I have two last ones. Okay. Um. I think about Broad City, the show, every single Gosh, day.
1: That's so good. Oh, my every, God. The
0: hold that these two girls have on my life. And I the show has been done I for like. I don't have any money. Five years. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. With. um, What's his name? What's his name? Armisen. Know, from
1: Portlandia. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. I have no money. I have no money. I'm a baby.
1: I'm just a little baby.
0: That's like the most brilliant writing ever. <laughs> Like they're so talented every time yeah. I watch an episode, I'm like I'm since you' talking about writer strike, every time I watch a Broad City episode, even now because it's like my comfort show, I'm just blown away by like how talented the writing is on this show right and I'm, I know there's other shows like that, but like just oh the whole yeah. like this show has been over for like what five years the whole that this show has on me.
1: Those two women are easily on my like favorite list, yeah, for sure, absolutely. I would absolutely. love to meet I would love to meet you, yes.
0: Manifest. Okay. Yeah.
1: They're watching this. I know you're watching this. You're gonna contact Matchmaker Maria and then we're gonna go to dinner. And we're gonna have seafood. Shellfish.
0: Only people who watch Broad City <laughs> but understand this. Do you have an yeah. EpiPen with you?
1: I don't. That might be but my favorite episode, yeah, by the way. That was so awesome. That's
0: such a great yeah. episode. Okay, yeah. and my last one, I think about We I, should say it
1: at the same time. I'll say my last one and you say your last one okay. and see if it's the same thing.
0: Okay. Okay. Ready? One, two, two, three. three. AI. IBLP. What? AI. I I like that we both said letters. I know. What did you say? IBLP.
1: What is IBLP? It's a
0: cult. Okay. That parades, it pretends to be Christianity. But I just think about how like this- um, Every
1: day you think about this. Every day.
0: How? Every day. Because it's like this flavor of Christianity that has like permeated into like not only just American culture- But, like, even my own subculture is Greek-American. Like, lately, I see – I used to be in this Facebook group. I got out of it, like, two weeks ago called Greek Orthodox Moms. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, being Greek Orthodox is, like, more like a culture than a religion. Like, we go to church. It's about a community and all that stuff, right? But that has, like – that stuff. Like, I've seen women post, like, the IBLP triangle. If you listen to this podcast. What does it stand for? It means, like, oh, IBLP. Yeah, I should know this. Hold on.
1: Oh, you don't even know it.
0: I. It doesn't matter. Um, but you I think about, really about it
1: every know. day, and you I don't do, even know. I what it means Institute
0: of Basic Life Principles. It's okay. Say, ask me again. Institute what does this stand for?
1: What does it stand? What, 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 are you going to edit this to yeah, make it sound like uh, hello, you know what it means? I meant? have
0: an amazing editor. No,
1: you didn't know what it meant.
0: <sighs> okay. You think
1: about something every single day that you don't even <sighs> know what the acronym means.
0: Life. Institute of Basic Life Principles. Okay. Anyway, so I'm on Greek Orthodox moms, and like, it'll be Halloween. It's like, I don't. I don't think we should be celebrating Halloween anymore. What? And I'm like, where is this coming from? Like, but who what? cares?
1: These people, I've never or even like, heard of them. I, did you, How many like, people have like heard like of this? Like the
0: latest one. The latest one was like about Barbie. Like, are you allowing your children to see Barbie? It's like Satan's movie. And I go, when did Greek Orthodox me, do Greek Orthodoxy mean all this? You know, and But
1: like, I wouldn't let my children see Barbie if I had young kids. Like they're not even gonna get it.
0: You wouldn't allow your thirteen year old daughter to go see Barbie. But thirteen is different. Okay, that's fine, what I'm talking 13, about. I'm but not, like, I'm not, I'm not but like what about your daughter? About, like
1: would you like she's not gonna no, get she's it? She's three. gonna be like hey, she's I want a Barbie. Not, I'm not
0: taking her to see Barbie. I'm not talking okay. about me. I'm talking about like what people are posting and like IBLP, the language they use, Right. Like, even like the homeschooling stuff. And now there's like there's all this other drama right now happening where some German family so in Germany, you're not even allowed to have like homeschooling. It's against the law. Wow. Right? So this family claimed religious prosecution and got, like, asylum in America. And now they're being deported after so many years because it's like, "Mm." there's other reasons I'm, like, really summarizing here. And I'm just like, wow, like, okay. Like, yeah. I don't know. I just think about this all the time. Wow. Well, that's insane. Now, the purpose of this conversation that we're having is to show that we just had a really good conversation if we were dating. Did that we? took like 20 minutes.
1: I don't know that I'd go on a second date with you knowing that you li- think about Nip Tuck and Boba every single day.
0: I don't think, I don't care. That's fine. Yeah. But no, like I feel like I think what people tell ask me all the time is like, what should I ask on a first date right. or a second date or a third date? And maybe what we just did because we know each other, this right. is like a third date conversation that we're having. Right. And this is what I'm constantly promoting is like stop asking questions on dates. Just go straight into the conversation. Yeah. What were you going to say about AI?
1: Oh, God. I don't know. Is it going to take over the world? You know, AI, you know, I don't know. Do
0: you think it's going to take over Chat, the world?
1: GPT, like all that stuff I think about every single day.
0: Mm.
1: And I actually use it every single day. Like it's so interesting. How do you, you
0: use it every day? You know, day? when people
1: call in, you know, they do these dating assessment calls or they do strategy calls with uh-huh. me and they're so amazing. And one of the questions I get asked a lot is, can you help me write an online dating profile? And my response to them has now become, go to Google, type in chat GPT. And when it comes up, it's going to ask you to ask a question. I
0: think it's chat GDP. GPT. Oh, excuse me.
1: It's GPT. I said GPT.
0: It's GDP. Wait, is it GPT? It's GPT.
1: Oh, my gosh. This is. (laughs) I'm embarrassed for you. I'm embarrassed,
0: too. (laughs) and now it's on video so i ask them to go to google
1: go to chat gpt which i use every day so i think i know what it what it is um and then there's you know a little question thing and i just say write me an online dating profile and then instead of trying to be creative to create your own online dating profile literally just type in four things that you like to do and four personality traits that you like that's it just say write me an online dating profile please include you know the fact that i like long Walks on the beach that I like, hiking that I like, you know, boating that I like, you know, whatever, just whatever you like to do. Cooking. All you're and then, telling me
0: right now is that I am better right now than this.
1: What are you talking about? Because no.
0: I get asked, I refresh, I take over people's online dating profiles all the time. No, I'll make them it's over. so
1: good. Go to Chat GPT if you're watching this and do this, and you are going to put in the comments that this was incredible. It, it's okay. going to make you look so good. I, like the other day, I was in in the car. What, what were we talking about? Um, oh, somebody, oh, my friend Rose doesn't, she's like, what's chat GPT? And I'm like, it's the most incredible thing. I'm going to write Thomas's obituary right now. I swear to God, I did this. And so I went to Chat GPT <laughs> and I put, um, please write an obituary. Yeah, he was there. He was like, what? What are you doing? <laughs> and I said, please write an obituary for Thomas. Uh, please include this. He was a nice guy, blah, blah, blah. And then I got funny. and I was like, he learned to wipe his own butt. Like, I, you know, stuff like that. And then I hit enter and Rose is like rolling her eyes. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's see. And then it came up. And two paragraphs of the most eloqu- eloquently written, beautifully written obituary you've ever read popped, like, populated in seconds. And she read the whole thing and she was like, This is the most incredible thing I've ever seen, ever. It was written that well. So, anyway. Chat GPT. That's why I think about AI every day because I talk to people about like, don't waste your time like hiring someone or doing stuff like trying to figure out how to do your profile. You can do it through chat. That's literally
0: one of our company's products.
1: (laughs) 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 What? No, I understand that, but that's not the bit, the main core of the product. Like, writing a bio is easy. Like, you could just use chat. Yeah, writing a
0: bio. I mean, I do that for fun.
1: Yeah. But like,
0: what we do is we take over, yeah, the, we like take over, take over the We take over all the dating fatigue. S- yeah, yeah. Okay, let's, let's talk a little bit about what we do when we do so that. Small. But some people yeah. can't
1: afford that. So yeah, I yeah. and you and I have one thing in common and that's that we're always going to do what's best for each person that we speak with mm. and not everybody can afford to hire us or not everybody can afford to hire a matchmaker. So we're going to teach them how to do it themselves. Yeah. And I get emails teach every single fish. week, every single week from somebody who did a dating assessment or a dating strategy call that it worked yeah. and they actually met somebody. Yeah. And they're so happy and they're so thankful.
0: So just for anyone listening, anyone watching, because this is on YouTube now, um, when Louis says dating assessments or dating strategy calls, those are calls that we have at our company uh, where you would book time with Louis and he will take you through your dating history and audit you basically and figure out what's going on right. and what what can we do under the hood yeah
1: and what i love about it is we're actually going to give you substance we're actually going to give mm. you a strategy i'm not right. going to tell you try this or try it. i'm going to tell you this is what you need to do right and you're either going to do it or you're going to waste your money scheduling and not
0: a single day goes by where we don't get like some awesome email or some awesome text yep, message i true. love i love this all right are you ready to take some questions yeah i'm excited
2: Hi, Matchmaker Maria. My name is Brittany, and I'm from Ohio, and I'm 35 years old. Here's my question for you. The guy that I'm dating is 44 and has never been married or in a serious relationship over a year. We have been exclusive for nine months now, boyfriend and girlfriend. I told him I loved him, and he won't say the words back to me. He says he says it through his actions. Is that a deal breaker? Is he a time thief? Should I break up with him?
0: I just wanna say that I love that we do not hear these questions before. Yeah. Cause I'm like processing as she's speaking. Did she ever tell us her age?
1: 35.
0: She's 35.
1: Yeah, he's 44, she's 35. Dating nine months, I think.
0: Nine months, yeah, I got that. And that um, he won't say I love you to her, but he shows it through his actions.
1: Okay. But I mean, I think, listen, from a male perspective, I think that says a lot. So if he's saying he says it through his actions, in my head, he told her he loved her. She says, I love you. And he says, I'm showing you through my actions. So he's not saying it, but is she feeling it? So I want to know if she's feeling love from him, right? Because that goes a long way. Um, is she looking to get married and have children? Is that why this is a concern? Because she's 35 and she's wondering if he's a time thief. So mm. basically, she's going to spend two years with him and then ultimately break up. But. Mm. Um, but I will tell you, statistically, I think the odds of this working out are greater than it not working out.
0: I think. Why?
1: Because a 44-year-old man, so long as he wants to have children, mm. does not want to have kids when he's 50. So, you know, and it's been nine months. So it's a very dangerous p- situation, really, because if she keeps pressuring him, he's going to run. But pressuring if she doesn't press him her how? H- By like wanting him to say, to reciprocate the words, I love you. That's not
0: pressure. That's so reasonable. At nine months? Yes. Especially nine months. Shit. If someone didn't say, I love you to me within four months, no.
1: You would walk away.
0: Fuck yeah. If I feel love for you, all right. And I've only felt love for people like four times in my life. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Like I know who I've said I love you to. Right. Right. And I know how long it took. And if they didn't reciprocate it back, you know, you can't just throw that phrase out and not get it back within a reasonable time. Like, it's okay if we're reading the same book, but we're on different chapters. But, like, we gotta be reading the same book.
1: Okay, I just need to know if he's thinking marriage and family, or is he not, does he not wanna have, if he does not wanna have kids, then she needs to walk away. I would agree with you. Regardless. But if, you know, if he does want to have kids, then she needs to continue to invest in the relationship.
0: What I noticed when you were listening to this question was that you would give it a year? I
1: would give it one year. She's already at nine months. And I would tell him, honestly. A year for what,
0: though? To hear, I love you back?
1: Listen, I think that sometimes women are scared to ask a question out of fear of the response.
0: Because you have to take an action with that response. Right. So
1: I think that this is kind of one of those situations. So she did bring it up, which is great. You know, I give her so much credit for bringing up like, hey, I love you. You haven't said it back to me. But he did say, I do love you. I'm showing you based on my actions.
0: But she also is expressing that she also needs to hear it. Like, I have been in relationships. I am in a relationship where I say I love you. I hear I love you back or he says it first. But he also shows me in actions. Both can be true. It's not mutually exclusive. Like clearly, she's asking, is this a deal breaker? Because it's important to her. It's important to her to get those words back. So I feel like at 35, and you know what's funny is when she said he's 44, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: he's never been married, you made a face. And now we have a video that you made a face. You were like, yeah. "Mm -hmm." Yeah. Why did you make a face?
1: Yeah, 44 never married definitely could be a red flag. Absolutely. Could be like warning sign right yeah however he responded to her and said i'm showing you that i love you based on my actions right so like if had he said i'll tell you when i'm ready right to me that would be like a huge red flag and i would say okay well maybe that's not a good relationship or maybe you should get out okay but if he's saying i feel like i show you that i love you by my actions then it's semantics at this point she needs to hear i love you back
0: yeah that's valid though. It, is, val- it is valid. I agree. It is valid. If you say "I love you" to someone, they're like, "Okay, I'm going to get you a, a cup of coffee." It's not the same. Well, you know what
1: I'm wondering <laughs> is what what does that look like, right? So,
0: I just so wonder tell what me you love me. Tell is. me you love me. I love you. I tell you I love you. No, by the No, pretend all the time.
1: you're her and you're and you're telling me that you love me. Is this what he does? Say it.
0: Some men do that, by the way. They go, "Thank you."
1: Well, well, that would at least that's it's happened a thank to me you. before.
0: I once said I love you to a guy, and he was like, "Thanks." That felt really good to hear. Well, tell me you love me. I love you.
1: Hmm. Is that what's happening? Like, I'm wondering what he's saying when she says it. Like, every time she says I love you. She
0: probably only said it once.
1: I was just going to ask that. Has she only said it once?
0: Yeah. She's probably only said it once. You can't throw it out there and say it again. I think you need
1: to continue to say it. You need to continue to say it. If you feel it and you want it reciprocated, then you just need to keep saying it. Oh, I love you. Baby, I love you. Baby, I love you. You need to say it a lot, to the point where he's gonna either feel uncomfortable <laughs> or he's going to say it back. That's actually, I actually kind of like this answer.
0: Yeah. Um, I am scared of her dating a time thief. The I only agree. thing that I'm wondering, the only thing that I would be like, oh, is I wonder what culture he is, because there are certain cultures that I have learned over time from our clients and from the single people that we talk to every day that saying I love you is not like a thing, you know, showing respect is a thing.
1: Do you know my golden rule?
0: What's your golden rule?
1: I have a golden rule what is your on every single one of my calls. I teach people this golden rule and I've lived my entire life, my Tell entire me. life based on this golden rule. Okay. 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 And this golden rule, I think everybody incorporates, but they don't incorporate it the way, into dating the way that I think they should. So here it is. This is life-changing. So when I'm 80 and they say, what advice would you give yourself if you were 20? I would tell them the golden rule. Uh-huh. Here it is. The more you have to lose with any situation, the less risk you're going to take. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Because
1: yeah, you, you don't want to lose it. Right. However, the opposite rule applies. Meaning, if you have nothing to lose then you should risk it all, every
0: time. Okay.
1: Color outside the lines. Do something that's completely unconventional, okay. because you have nothing to lose. All right. She has nothing to lose. Tell him I love you three times a day. Really, you that's know, say lot. it a lot. I don't care, like, you have nothing to lose. If she feels If she way. thinks he's a time thief, then you have nothing to lose. Spend the next three months, because I think that'll take you to the year, coloring outside the lines right follow louis golden rule
0: okay yeah i hope she calls in in a few months and tells us what happened
1: she's going to call in and say that she's engaged i don't know that's what i'm gonna manifest or she for broke
0: up with an emotionless time thief
1: no, I'm going to manifest the opposite because I want everyone to fall in love and to meet their okay, partner. Okay,
0: don't make it seem like I don't want that for people either. No, okay? I like, know. What? You're a
1: realist, though. I mean, chances are that could happen. Yes, right, but...
0: I just feel like his reply is a cop-out, right? Because he, he she clearly wants to hear it back.
1: He's 44 and never married. Clearly, he has issues. There are clear There are clear issues that he has to really figure out, right? That's true. Am I going to get hate mail for this? But I don't care. I mean, it's true. 44 years old, never married, no kids.
0: A woman tells you, a
1: woman that you've been dating for nine months, you're not going to spend nine months with a woman that you don't care about. There's no way. I don't care. I don't care what guy you are. There's no guy that's going to spend three months with a woman they don't like.
0: Right. 100%.
1: So he's with you for nine months. The more that i talk out loud with about to you about this the more i'm convinced that he really likes you and maybe he's just not emotionally evolved to the point where he can tell you he loves you yet you know that could be a hard thing you'd also don't know his past dating experiences you don't know his history you yeah. know maybe he got hurt
0: oh i can't wait for the hate mail for this one let's go to the next question Comment. oh it's a video question oh my god no way
2: Hey Matchmaker Maria, my name is Misha Co, and I am a 34-year-old traveling occupational therapist and I almost forgot to send you this video because I have been on the road as you can see my car is packed to the brim, but my question for you is in regards to dating as a traveling professional, um, do you have any advice on how to meet other single people who are also looking for something long term and to settle down? Ideally, I would love to meet someone who works remote or who also could travel with me because I don't want to stop doing travel therapy anytime soon. But if I meet someone who, you know, I end up, like, needing to settle down in the city with, like, that's fine as well. Um, I am okay with using dating apps, but I'm a little weary just because I am a single female living alone in unfamiliar areas, and I wouldn't have anyone to help me vet these people out. But again, okay with using them if you have any advice on that you know, to help me with that, that would be great. Um, But yeah, so advice um, for dating as a traveling professional. Looking forward to
0: hearing your response, thank you. This is such an amazing question. I get this question all the time, and sometimes I feel like I know how to answer it, and other times I'm like, wow, this is really tough. So for those who cannot see the video that she sent us, she took this video in her car, and the backseat of her car has her entire closet. Right. And she's a traveling occupational therapist. Is that what she said? Yeah. And the cool thing about these like these medical traveling professions, they make money. Do you know this? Yeah,
1: they make a lot of money. They make yeah. a lot of money. But does she live in her car?
0: No, she's probably traveling. No, she doesn't live in her car.
1: Well, how do you know this? <sighs> I think she lives in her car. I mean, nobody has that much clothes on a hanger. She
0: might be going to her next gig. I don't know. Let me just, you're right, but I don't think she lives in her car.
1: Comments will tell us if she lives in her no, car No, she does not live in her car. How do you know?
0: I don't know. I'm just gonna assume. Okay. If she lived in her car, she would tell us, I live in my car, I'm homeless, houseless.
1: She did homeless. not say it.
0: <laughs> All right. Let's just okay. let's just assume that she has a house and that she's going from one place to another. Um Airbnbs. Airbnbs, yes. So, you know, this is really tough. This kind of reminds me, and it's like funny because people, I think like, my take on this is that I think people when they have these traveling professions, they get so stuck on like, who's gonna wanna travel with me? And I'm gonna need someone who's a remote worker to Mm. move cities with me. When I think it's the reverse, right? Like if I pretended that she was a congresswoman for a second, which means that half the time she's in DC and the other half she's in her hometown, you know, her hometown, you know, that she represents, this district that she represents, she would find someone who might actually live in the district that she lives in. And she just happens to be away three days a week.
1: I don't know that she lives in a district. I feel like she's a traveling occupational therapist who lives
0: three months away, who lives away. three months yeah. in
1: different cities. She doesn't have like a primary residence.
0: Yeah, you're right. Okay,
1: that's that's the the feeling I got. Thank from you for it. saying that. She out also loud. doesn't look homeless. I was trying to be funny, so no hate comments for that. But I will say that you know she could live in her car, but she did look very very well put together.
0: Yeah, she's gorgeous. Yeah,
1: she's gorgeous. Right. Yeah. So. um
0: So do you think she should stick to remote workers? I
1: am not convinced that she's really ready for a serious long-term commitment-minded relationship based on her occupational therapy, traveling occupational therapy job. She loves to hop from city to city to city. And I do sincerely, with all respect, do think that it's a little bit um, unrealistic to try to pursue a long-term commitment-minded relationship with somebody that works remote, that wants to go.
0: There's no control over where they go.
1: three day drives to the next job for you that, you know, that's a very unstable life. Like I feel there needs to be a little more stability when it comes to having a relationship. You know, I'm so curious as far as like, what are her relationship goals? Which does she want to get married? Does she want to have kids? If she doesn't want to have kids, then it's fine. You know, continue, continue down this path. If she does want to have kids, she may want to consider settling in the city that she likes the most for like a year, just to see if she can like, you know, meet someone, Pursue a relationship, get engaged, get married, and then make a decision on what to do next in her, you know, career. Um, but she may be pregnant by that point. So yeah.
0: I always wonder, like, how? I mean, I see. I, I agree with you, right? I think that if you are looking for a relationship, you have to have the environment that a relationship can be cultivated in. Right. And I know some people might say stuff like, "Well, military families do it all the time." Yeah, military families aren't moving every three months. You know, and there's a lot of support for, you know, spouses on. So it's a, good, it's a right. different environment, you know. But most
1: military families, like men are based at a specific base. Or women. And there's women or women. And the people that they're dating know this. Right. And they know that it's probably a traveling life, Right. right. Versus like she's currently in a very rare position traveling occupational therapy how many of those do you know i don't know any i
0: only know one. i know
1: traveling nurses you know kind of the same thing same concept but it's tough that's a tough life what i love about it is that i think she has the ability to now really get a feel for dating in each city that she's in yeah you know so if she's in a city for two or three months per job and she can really take some time to like invest in the dating life in those cities because it's different depending on where you, where you're dating. Yeah. Right. And I think that if she eventually met somebody that she really liked, she should just at least consider settling down in that city. If she meets someone that looks like she could pursue like a long-term commitment minded relationship leading to marriage. I like it. So
0: I like that. That's a good, that's a good answer.
1: Yeah. And if you're leaving in three weeks and you know where you're going, start searching before you get there.
0: I always say start the search. Anytime someone's moving to a different city or even traveling to a different city, I always say start the search seven days ahead. Right. That way you can start lining up dates. All right. We've got our last question.
1: Okay. Hi, Matchmaker Maria. My name is Nikki and I'm from Boston and I'm 48. My question for you is… Do you think there is an age difference that's too much? There's a guy who I've gone on a date with and there is a 12 year age difference. What do you think?
0: Higher or lower? Yeah,
1: exactly my thought. Let's answer both. Yeah. If it's 12 years younger. Get
0: that. I mean,
1: then don't expect a commitment. Like, it's great. I love it. Have fun. Maybe you're going through a whole phase. That's awesome. But I am not convinced that 12 years younger would be 36, that a 36 year old man will end up with a 48-year-old woman
0: statistically speaking
1: statistically right yeah it happens of course there's an exception to every rule sure um
0: but statistically speaking i hope i hope the sex is great yeah um okay what if it's 12 years um bigger yeah that's amazing older
1: (laughs) 12 years bigger isn't always better
0: (laughs) 12 years older excuse me yes
1: 12 years older yeah great i don't see the issue
0: It's funny that a 48 year old woman is asking this question because usually that question of like, what age gap is too big is from our women that are 24 years old Mm. who are like, I just started talking to a 40 year old. Is that too old? And I'm like, might be. depends on what kind of life you want and why is he talking to you? Right. You're not as mature as he's making it seem. You're. Probably right. think, like a twenty-four-year-old, which is fine. Twenty-four-year-olds, many of them are mature.
1: Yeah, I don't ever think that a twenty-four-year-old should meet a forty-plus-year-old mm. because I feel like they're going to wake up at thirty-two feeling like they never had, they never had the opportunity to experience what it was like, you know, to be with other men,
0: dating someone that's yeah. not taking Rogaine. Yeah, <laughs> Right. Yeah. It's also like such different generations, by the way, and it happens. Like we recently met at work, um, a gentleman, a man, I'm gonna call him a gentleman, a man at work who wanted to hire us. He was my age, so he was 38 years old, and he wanted to meet women 18 to 22. You remember this? I don't know. And I, I don't think he said this to you on the phone, but when we got him, I got him on Zoom. He said this to me, and I was like, "Why do you want to meet women?" that young and he's like well I feel like I'm young I'm like you are young you're 38 I am young I'm 38 but mm. I don't have anything in common with an 18 year old like I look at 18 year old men and I'm like whoo you know right. like I mean Ben Shelton is cute but he's like a tennis player like he's on my tv right and he's what 19 so I'm allowed to say that but I'm not gonna date him
1: good <laughs> I know. um overall 48 year old woman i i can't imagine that you're looking to have children um maybe she is maybe you are it. i mean we do speak to women 48 that want to have kids but yeah. if you're not looking to have children then you go girl like you just both
0: sides is yeah great. both
1: sides is great have fun enjoy it if it lo- turns into something great and if it doesn't just be prepared
0: i mean if know? she's dating older he's 60 And that means he's five years away of giving you a really nice life, uh, a retirement life. Hopefully he's got his finances in order and you can like have an early retirement at 50. Yeah.
1: Or maybe you're going to support a 36-year-old your whole life. I don't know. Yep. You have nothing to lose. The golden rule. Have fun. Go at it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I just want to clarify. We did not take that 30-year-old man. No. Who wanted to date a very young woman. Right with an underdeveloped frontal lobe. To get clinical,
1: or a newly developed frontal lobe it's for the thirty-year-old. Not fully
0: year old. developed until they turn twenty-five. Yes,
1: yeah, so the thirty-year-old, newly developed.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, hey, well, thank you for joining me on the first so episode fun, right? of season four in the studio. Uh, I'm so excited. Do you like the sign?
1: I love it's, it's all amazing. It's, it's all so, so beautiful. Pretty. Um, I don't even realize that there's cameras on us, right? Like it's it's just so natural. This is so great. Ooh. Super, super inviting. And so
0: if you want to talk to Louis, there are links in the show notes where you can book time with him to speak to him. If you want to do a dating assessment, a dating strategy, if you want to just waste his time. Um, do it's all there. <laughs> show notes uh, link to him. And of course, if you want to work with my team, uh, again, you have, to go, you have to talk through Louie. So that link is going to take you all things. Uh, and of course, if you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and I'll see you on an upcoming episode. Um, I'm going to see you in a couple episodes again yep. for Hotline. Mm-hmm. And uh, how do I end this? I always end it with be lovable, but more importantly, be likable. See you next week.